0: This is Fight Disciples. We are gathered
1: here today
0: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
2: Welcome to episode 85 of the Fight Disciples podcast. Coming up on this week's show, we review Michael Conlan's pro debut. We review Triple G versus Danny Jacobs and give you our views. And also, Chocolate Tito loses his unbeaten record. I'm also joined in the studio by the one and only Derry Matthews. He gives us his views on coaching me in a fight and how we worked
3: our way through it. When you went to the middle of the ring and the referee said seconds out or the timekeeper says seconds out, I just shouted in ref.
2: It's nice. He also bigs up the potential Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight.
3: And I guarantee
2: you, everyone will buy it. But before we get into all that, it's the big one, it's coming up this weekend. Me and Adam last week, we sat down with the one and only million dollar Anthony Crawler, and here's what he had to say ahead of his rematch with Jorge Linares.
0: You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast.
2: Hey Ant, how's it going mate, you okay?
0: Hello Nick, you okay mate?
2: Excellent, thanks mate. Thanks, how's, uh, how's everything going?
0: Good mate. Excited? Been, uh, very, very excited. It's um, It's coming round nice and quick and... Like you say, I'm. A, I'm a bit honest, I honest, couldn't be in much of
1: a better place. Really, couldn't. So everything's good. Yeah. Listen, um, Nick's obviously a Liverpoolian. You can tell his accent, mate. Don't hold that oh, against mate, him.
0: Of course, no. <laughs> of course not. Mate. But, me, of course but me and you,
1: are, me and you are uh, boys uh, from the other side of the M62, right? Now I need yeah. to explain. Castle Grey School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, shut up, you! I need to explain. <laughs> I need to explain to Nick what's going on. Manchester is turning into crawler Town. The, this lad's got his own bridges, right? Brilliant. There's, there's br- there's, they've taken over the gaff, haven't they, mate? I mean, you drive past the the, the Mancunian way. Now the, uh, the fly over there has got Crawler's Mush all over it.
0: Yeah, it is. I think I put it on one um, on the social media. It's, it's mad for me, honestly. I you know, when I see that, I just think, wow,
2: what the... What's going on? <laughs> you
0: know, uh, but obviously, I'm very proud. Um, but the amount of people today, who, you know, I've just seen that, I've just seen that over the bridge and mm. now I'm I'm made up. It. Um, and the fight, is, you know, the interest is growing and growing and there's a great crowd in there last time and there's going to be even more this time. It's, uh, it's going to be a, a very a very busy arena
1: that night. Oh, no, absolutely. absolutely. Listen, I've, by the way, I've ordered my bobble hat. He's, done, he's gone into uh, merchandise as well. Oh, as really? Yeah. Nice oh, I one, want a, yeah. I want
2: a million-dollar bobble hat as well. Yeah, you've got to get, you get yourself a
1: uh, Susie Wong. You've got to get one of them sunshine, haven't <laughs> you? <laughs> no, nice one. The
0: same. No, he's, he's growing and growing and it's all mad,
1: but... Um... Businessman, that's what it is, isn't <laughs> yeah. it, son? You're turning into Floyd Mayweather, cool. the Floyd Mayweather Mate. of Moston. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying.
0: I'm trying. He's trying. Um, <laughs> But like, say, listen. Obviously, the, the most important thing, Boston, and to win next weekend will um, will be unbelievable. It will, it'll take it to another level again. But and um, listen, I can't
1: wait for it all to come around. What what are the what are the learns from the first fight, mate? You know what I mean? Because you were obviously on a tear. You were you were tearing up yeah. the gaff. World champ. I mean, the fantastic yeah. performances also, that we saw so oh, far. The Barozo, wow. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. But then you take on the kid that is many regarded as the best. Your best challenge so yeah. far. Um, and he, he, let's be honest mate that's probably his best performance of his career so what yeah. do you take from that
0: well do you know do you know something I did take from that was you just mentioned it then it was, it was right up there with his best performances and, and listen I'm never happy losing you shouldn't be uh, not being brought up like that and not been, you know to be a good runner up but one bit of comfort I did take from that was I, I lost to a great fighter I, mm. a future Hall of fame I, you know four time world champion three way world champion he probably is going to be a future Hall of Fame on um, Lenares, isn't he? And what I feel was, it wasn't as if I lost to him on a bad night of his. I honestly believe if I would have got the Lenares who fought Kevin Mitchell, I would have beat him yeah. without you know, without a doubt in my mind. And listen, the right man won. I'm not saying. I mean, but there wasn't a load in it. There wasn't a lot in it. But the right man certainly won. So I believe with the improvements, um, I'm very confident the result can be different. I, I do what I'm doing in the gym, the improvements I'm showing. I believe the result will be different this time. And, um, obviously, I'm sure i will try and release his game again. Um,
1: do you tweak the tactics? Do you tweak the tactics? Do you start quicker? Is that how, well, we, how we go down?
0: I was going to get on to We were saying, like, last what you learn. I, I've been in the... Um, I always knew how good Linares was. Hmm. Um, some people wondered was better days. And we never we never fought that for one minute and um, you can see like the performance of how serious it took um the fight obviously but um, we just we tried to quicken things up a little bit and I certainly feel that way in the gym, quicken the feet up. I believe for the last fight the fight was going really well and I thought I was gaining a foot in it until he buzzed me in yeah. that end of that sixth round. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um I won the round after, but being honest, it was was a big effort because it just took a lot of the zap out of, Mm. not just the legs, out of the shots as well. And then Linares started to move and shoe shine, and um, he used his big fight experience when to turn it on, when to... And um, I've learned, like I say, I learned with him, I listened expected him to be fast, but he's even faster than he expected, so that's not going to be totally new Mm. this time. Um, The speed, the speed of the
2: man... Um, there was obviously loads of options for you, Anto, as well, you know, after the, the Linares fight. And, you know, as as fight fans, we were, we were kind of going, well, what about this direction? What about yeah. Flanagan? What about this and that? Yeah. But you've just seemed to have had this zero, one-minded focus that you wanted to get back in with Linares straight away. So you obviously felt in the first fight, there was something in there where you've come away and you've gone, you know what, I've lost to a better man tonight, but you know what, I yeah. need the rematch straight away because I, I can beat him.
0: Definitely, Nick. Do you know what? That's what I believe. And like I said, Nick, I come up short last time. But I, I just, I'm not going to say I uh, performed bad on it. And I had come up. I know that there's improvements to be made. And that's why I feel with those improvements, the result can be different next time. And it's I've always been one of them. Like I believe you want to test yourself against the very best. And that's how I see Linares. Yeah. And and listen, another thing as well. I'd be lying if those prizes that he's got, those, you know, the ring magazine, yeah, it's a very prestige, it's a very, very prestige, That obviously what comes with it, when in fact that WBA title, the WBC, damn, it's it's like, I feel like it's a massive opportunity, um, to have a crack at them, and to win them, it would it would mean so much to me, I couldn't even put into words really, but, mm. it's, um, you join a very elite club, um, I mean, you join an elite club when you win a world title, but, to win those titles, it, and then I think it takes you into another one. So I'm just, I, I I'm like you say, I'm relishing the challenge. I, I cannot wait. For it. I know you.
1: No I know you're always focused, and I know you're always driven. But does defeat make you even more hungry?
0: Yeah, I've honestly when I, when I won the title, my my hunger just grew and grew since then. And and again now trying to win it back, I think you win it. Winning the titles, one thing, and it's like wow, you've achieved the ultimate. So, you know what you set out from being a young lad. When you're on this spot, but then I thought, oh, can it? I remember Eddie Earn saying to me after it, um, we had a few drinks, and uh, he goes, <laughs> listen, you'll never get this night back. That's the only thing only that you'll never get this night back. Do you know, like, it will never get as good as this. Mm. And then I beat Ian Barroso, I think, because
1: I did, It did. A lot yeah. of people, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it, it, get it. it
0: did. It got better than that, and I thought, wow, it's gone better again. And then I think now. To win the belts back and yeah. what the four against a great fighter like Lenares, I think that would top that. No, I think you? I think you're right. I yeah. think it will. And it's it's just so that alone that, that just excites me. Do you know what I mean? Because I know the feeling like from them fights. I was they'll live with me forever, but it's, um, it'll take me. a will have to pull me down off that ceiling. Um, mm. You know, winning um, to win a week. Of, you know, to win uh, on the 25th.
2: When you uh, were when obviously. You, you, as I say, you push for this straight. From the, was the, was the whole of Team Connor into the rematch straight away? I can imagine Joe yeah. Gallagher was like, you know what? I fancy it again as well. I fancy yeah, it. Like Joe, he wants the Joe challenge really too. Was. Yeah,
0: he really was. He sees it as a challenge as well, and he believes that with a few um, with a few little changes, we can do it different. And like you say, Joe Joe's a very ambitious um, trainer as well, and he wants he sort of, he wants the prizes as well for him. Mm, yeah. You know, and that's how everyone wasn't Eddie. You know, he was keen to make it. Showtime have come on board.
1: Yeah, it's big, so that want, man. That's big. Oh,
0: it's huge. Honest, and like I'm seeing, then Bobolat will be about,
1: going crazy <laughs> in LA, mate. You'll be able to <laughs> flog them bobble <bevelers>, Bobolats <laughs> over there now.
0: Right, the um, I've heard they're going for double on the black market <laughs> over there. <so. laughs> right, but yes, it's um, it's just like wow. it's... You know, Showtime put a trade out the weekend. I spoke. You know, someone phoned from yeah. there, and I'm like, I for me, it's still all a little bit mad. Uh, but I mean, enjoy- listen, I'm enjoying every bit of it. But um, I want to, I want to just keep on improving more than anything, and and you know, put the, win these big fights.
2: Yeah, but- I, I, it feels like it feels like for me on the outside that. You know, fight, fighters lose fights, they lose world title fights and it seems to affect them, they take a step backwards they can, you know, it, it, it makes them go soul searching, but from this yeah. loss against Linares, it, it doesn't seem like you've missed the beat, you've gone, you know what honestly, okay, man. lost against a better man tonight get that man back in the ring, because I need you know what I mean yeah. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. c- honestly, your confidence hasn't changed, okay. your ability hasn't you know, it doesn't seem to have hampered you at all No, not at all,
0: honestly man. and you know what, I'm, I'm a realist, I know how tough of a fight it is and how it's going to be and there's going to be times in that fight where it's not going my way, but I honestly believe, bring what I've been doing in the build-up to it, I honestly believe I win this fight, And but um, well, that's what, it's not, you know, I'm not going to, from the first fight, I didn't, I got buzzed, and obviously I'm wearing, I can't take stupid shots, stuff like that, but that's with any fighter at elite level, Yeah. Um, and I just believe that those, with, at this level, you. I think you would taught to anybody with, just the improvements of 1%, 2%, that can be the difference. It's that yeah. fine sort of line. And that's what I'm excited for because yeah. I believe I'm, I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm showing those improvements and I'm, I'm excited to take them in the ring. Especially the especially
2: in this lightweight division. You're in amongst some absolute, oh. you know, you're one of the man. But, you, you know, everywhere you look, there's just killers it, in this lightweight it, <laughs> division.
0: Do it, it's, uh, it's, you know what it is as well? It's like, you obviously, i never, ever go past this fight, but. You know, win this fight, and it's, surprising. it's the It's the, the, the fights that await as well. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, it doesn't get much bigger than this, but yep. there's plenty more big fights, yeah. and that's what's exciting. And that's that's more. There's so many angles of motivation. Listen, I, I get up in the morning, and I see the little boy. That's motivation enough. But then, then fighting in front of, you know, 40, 15,000 at this arena. Wow. That, that's more. There's so much motivation. Every time I drive past. Uh, you know, over the bridge there, and it's like wow, and, and that just makes me more hungry and wanting to, you know, wanting to make sure I do it.
1: Have you um, have you been sticking to Joe's plan and not going to the Man United matches?
0: <laughs> yeah, do you know, um, I have. I've been good. Um, good, he's done, he's uh, done you
2: a the favour there. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> do
0: you know what? I went last. Um, I went last. Everyone was Bournemouth, um at home. But obviously, I couldn't have, you know, gone to so many away games. Um,
1: because you're core man. You'd have gone to St. Etienne. You'd have gone to more, wouldn't you? Mate,
0: yeah, I would have gone to St. Etienne. I thought I was going to be allowed that. <laughs> it was going to work out a day off, but, yeah, I wasn't allowed. So I was a bit good about that. But,
1: um, and have all your mates been sticking to not ringing you for tickets? Has everybody yeah, been doing they, that?
0: of course. Good. You know, everything's been great. Because I'll they've be got there. Joe to
1: deal with, man. He'll be round. He'll be, yeah, you know what he's Joe like.
0: Be ranting on and, bloody hell, that's the last thing I need to do. It. <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> it's uh, just Joe, but then he meet Joe. Joe means well. He's only got the best interest in that course um, yeah. and, and and that's what I think. Some people like you know you get some people like oh this and that. But I mean I think surely they know. They know what
1: I mean. Mate, it's serious business. It's about focus, isn't it? The, this small time sacrifice for obviously long term gain, mate. You know what I mean? Of and, up, it is. and hopefully on the Sunday. Can I just say as well? The Sunday. I'm sure you're fully aware of this, aren't being a parent yourself? Yeah. But Sunday is Mother's Day, so. I just want to apologise to all the mums of the spouses that are going to this <laughs> fight on Saturday night because yeah. when Ant wins world title, you're gonna, gonna be out. Gonna, you ain't gonna see your husbands on Mother's out. Day. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't happening. It's, um, I'm gonna be in, like um, I think I think my
0: name's gonna be dirt the next day in a lot of <laughs> <laughs> I me around, Manchester. My, wa- um, my
2: wife's getting a, a, a million dollar crown of bubble ass now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <I'm> on, then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hopefully,
0: then hopefully you'll be. Allowed to, um, to be, you know, you'll be forgiven for
1: uh, being rough on the Sunday. Mate, you're a legend. Thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Sound great, oh, mate. Really looking to forward it. to it.
0: And thank you, I appreciate it. I can't wait for it to come round now. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast.
2: Right, just to let you know, Adam is off fucking sunning himself in the costa somewhere. So he's sitting there with a the beer. He's eating a bag of crisp, knowing him. It's fat belly, you know, lying by the pool. Uh, in fact, I hope it's pissing down. You know what? I've seen it was raining in Spain the other day. I hope it's pissing down, getting off and deserting us. When there's so much boxing going on, he must be mental. I bet he's sitting there t- explaining to someone at poolside who couldn't give a shit why he thinks Golov can beat Jacobs or vice versa and all that. Well, I think Golov can win, so he's probably arguing for Jacobs. That tends to be what goes down. But listen, I ain't flying solo. I ain't doing this alone. I've got a good mate of mine in the studio. We're having a bit of a scouse loving on this week's show. Denny Matthews, welcome to the Fight Disciples. Well, even more than whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um,
3: Good to be here, mate. Good to be here. We more. had a good
2: chat yesterday. We had you on the Radio City Talk Show. Me and you did it live for the, for all of Merseyside. You can also download that as a podcast, but it was live for, for the City of Merseyside last night. We talked all about your career and what's next, but let's do a quick recap now. You're, not, you're in great shape. What, what are you up to?
3: Um, I'm just enjoying the coaching part of it. Um I'm a personal trainer anyway, and um, by trade. And you know, I'm just being Georgie's number number two, well, or number three, if you want to call it, because we've got Joe Mack involved as well now. So, you know, I'm in a good place. I'm in, um, I'm You're working with a couple of pros, yeah. We've got Sam Maxwell, Ryan Moorhead, um, Kid Shamrock, which is JJ Metcalf, the son of Shane Erie, Um and also Ryan Moorhead, Sam Maxwell, sorry, um, and then we've got Craig Glover. You just come on board to be Tony, crazy, yeah. Tony Bell, your managers. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the coaching part. I'm actually enjoying getting up at half six in the morning just to go running with them. I don't run standing there with a cup of coffee and my me, me stopwatch. <laughs> and your big coat. And my big coat. Listen, it's mad, right, Nick? Because it's like when I was doing, when I was fighting, I used to hate getting up at half Well, I had to be there for half six. I used to hate it. Now, I'm up an hour extra earlier. <laughs> an hour earlier, cup of coffee, and away of going.
2: Is it because you're the one inflicting the pain yeah, now? You're the one I'm, saying, I'm, jump
3: I'm, higher, yeah. run faster. And when they say, I can't do it, I've done it. Get it done. <laughs> so I, I know they can do that 800 metres under three minutes. I can do
2: it. So I know they can do it. So, you
3: know, it's about, about time it's paid You're loving it. It, it, it looks like it. you're the I love, 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 love of, it. It. of the
2: game. I am. You love it more now than when you were, like, right in the middle of your career, do you think?
3: Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I've, I've, I've had one of them careers where I've been happy. Fifty two fight career, you've done everything. You've won everything. You fought everyone. You know. I'm i I'm happy and I'm i I'm like apart from having a bent nose like Dodson, I'm alright. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 uh, but I'm I'm happy and you know, I've enjoyed it. Um I've met some good people, I've you know I've met some friends for life. Um, and you know, now it's time to put it back into What's made me a good person, um, and and that's the coaching part of it. And you know, I am loving it. It's mad because I boxed on a Saturday. I had my Sunday fun day with the lads, and on the Wednesday I was on the run. It's like at half six. And people almost think he's mad, but well, it's not about sitting in the house crying over spilt milk. Yeah. You know, you you want to get on with life. You move your life forward. And my wife's seven months pregnant, so we're having a little girl. Um, and. You know I'm happy I couldn't be I couldn't be happier um, and I'm happy that my boxing career is finished and it, it, it's finished it's mad I got I finished on a loss but I'm finishing on a high yeah yeah. Um, and you know and the night I got beat me friend Tony Bell beat Mr Hayes of so the world yeah it made me a made me a happy
2: man great we uh, we talked <laughs> talk to Derry extensively uh, last night on the Radio Six Talk show that is available as a podcast if you want to hear more from Daddy, all about his career and everything else please tune into that and uh, and enjoy it before we move on let me just tell you about coaching and obviously you're coaching now your dream is to have a, the next world champion of course and I can see the fire in your eyes it's great but let's go back to the very start of your coaching career you, your first ever time as a coach was with me. With you. Was when I had a, a charity match against Shane Murray. For the 08 challenge, was that? Great 08 game. 08 challenge. So, O-8 O-8 so O-8. back in there, uh, just to let you know, back in Liverpool, year 2008, Liverpool was the uh, European capital of culture, and I was working as a local journalist at the time. And somehow I managed to blag the editor of the newspaper to give me the year off to train in eight different sports, you know, Nick Pete's Great 08. And I, I did a multitude of things played basketball, rode a racehorse, swam the River Mersey, for Christ's sake. But obviously, as a as a fight fanatic that I am, and uh, you know the the. The one for me that will always remain with me was the fact that I managed to talk Shay Neary, former world champion, into you know carrying me for three rounds in a, in a charity match and we, uh, we raged a ton of money. But Derry and uh, and the one Kyle and only Wright. Carl Wright were my corners that night. And you actually saved me because Shay doubled me up in the second round with the body <laughs> shot, which afterwards he laughed about and said, I just wanted you yeah, to feel a proper bro, but pro body shot. But you saved me in the corner. I did. I remember
3: giving you a bit of advice and, While the referee weren't looking and the judges weren't looking, (laughs) I undone your shoelace. Um, Give it a bit of time, and then when you went to the middle of the ring and the referee said seconds out, or the timekeeper or whatever said seconds out, I just shouted, Ref. His lace? Took another half a minute doing to, your lace. That's it. For another twenty, 30, thirty
2: seconds there. The <laughs> old tricks old old, is actually that six. one George taught you? Is that a Georgie Vaughan yeah. trick, is oh, it? Old, old tricks are the best tricks and <laughs> I think this, you know me a few. This is why you that. changed you <laughs> from Golden Boy to Dirty. This is why yeah. you became known as Dirty you know me Daddy. A few that. <laughs> me and Shea,
3: we well, I speak to him every now and again and we always talk about it. It was that was a great night that I remember. George's Schofield come and see me. You come in the changing rooms. I just said, George, is he going to be, you know, stick to this job to fit? And he went, he's like a lunatic in there. And I just went, what? He went, he's like a lunatic. And I thought, is he joking here? And I asked I can punch in the walls. And I'm going, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he wore
2: a pair of his proper original fight shorts. He did, yeah, yeah. I don't but, remember when he come out and it was Pink Floyd and then, you know, all that. Yeah, isn't anybody was, out there? And credit to you. It was incredible, like. You had to go. <laughs> and um, it
3: was exciting. It was good, good times. My you first weren't. one. Say so, you no, know, exactly.
2: I'm, well, this is it, you see. So when you go on and coach a, you know, future world yeah. champion, when you are there when JJ, wouldn't it be mad if it was near his son JJ as well, and you were there when he won the world title yeah. belt and everything else? That'd be great. But I'll always say, see the coach there, yeah, with, with the, few, <laughs> see that ring magazine coach yeah, of the year yeah. for two thousand and you know twenty five or whatever. Well, he coached me, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in my corner. It's mad, it's mad. Is that where your aspirations are now, though? You know, yeah. you're literally thinking,
3: why not? I wanna, I wanna be. A world class coach. I want. To, I'm one of them where everything to put my mind into. I want to be good at. I've just yeah. started playing golf. I want to be the I hate it right? <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, be. I'm like, I can't be. Me. Have you got a
2: handicap yet, or no, do you mean have you really I'm, just no, started? I've
3: def- well, I was 28. Went round in the club. Put me three cards in they put me on a 23. I'm not happy about it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I with some one of them's on a twenty-eight, and he keeps winning. And it's not right. Don't no, I mean? no, that's golf for you. And Cowboys, I played, and I play with some who on a five and on a seven. So it's good. But I'm one of them where I want to be the best of everything, and I want to be a good a good coach. I want to the time I've put in in my fighting career, I want to put the same amount of effort in all the time and effort in the coaching part, the the pads, the you know being there on the track, being there for the fighters. Um, that, that's me that's my goal and you know fingers crossed you know the next 18 months are going to be going to be big and wanna get, hopefully get a few up and coming kids coming through um, I'd like one who's unbox like unboxed as a pro mm. like a good amateur yeah who, who's unboxed um, maybe 17 18 just turns 18 and, and like i done it and start from scratch 4 round fights 6 round fights win every title possible you can and
2: Go from there and There you go Anyone who's listening Who's a 17, 18 year old Amateur boxer at the moment Looking to turn pro There's a, a coach here With more experience Than most coaches Could ever dream of So uh, reach out And we'll put you In touch with Derry So just Let's bring you up To modern day then. Let's try and you know Get a recap this week of, of what's been going on And obviously Your mentor Is Georgie Vaughan you Danny Vaughan Who's very much a part Of the Conlon camp Maybe not Michael's corner But you know The other side of things That for for the start, you went out in New York. I thought you'd be out there. You're, you're well in with that camp. Yeah, I was meant to be out in New York for Michael Conlon's <laughs> Michael fight. Conlon's obviously, Friday. Flight, yeah, his ringside, debut Friday night. Big
3: side tickets, flights, everything booked. But well, obviously, my wife's pregnant, and we had a bit of a bit of a scare, if you should say, um, with the pregnancy, and then we had to go and see a specialist on Tuesday. The day I was meant to fly out, so I couldn't get there. Yeah. Um, my speciali- the appointment with the specialist was at two o'clock. And My flight was six in the morning. Um, she was uh, telling me to go, don't be stupid, Not at all. A chance. But obviously,
2: yeah, the uh, obviously, it was uh, everything's fine though. Obviously, everything's yeah, fine, yeah. Um, but a, a win. great win for for God, for Connolly, yeah. The
3: kids are superstars. Have
2: you, have you, obviously, I know you're training alongside his brother, uh, with Danny. Danny's yeah. got his brother and yeah. stuff like that. Has Danny got Paddy Barnes on that now as
3: me, well? He's... Me, Jamie, Paddy Barnes, Tyrone McKenna, um. Uh, me and Danny, the scouts ones, and they're the three Irish lads. But listen, and Tom Stalker's already so the three is, I do I know they've got John Joe Carroll as well. Is another Irish. So they they're, they're up on that. Um, no, we're not. We're we'll we'll four. We've got Ryan <laughs> well, Farag. we have got Ryan. That's a young Ryan Farag. So much for four, as well. four, yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm not there. I'm no also the Irish winner. <laughs> um, but listen, it's they've got a great camp. Paddy Barnes, Jamie
2: Collins, Tyrone Stalker, Carroll, yeah. Farag. I was speaking to some Irish journalists last week, and they were talking about they they'd uh, they'd spent some time with uh, with Paddy Barnes, and Paddy had said that for his first fight he just got with Danny right at the end, and he said he didn't really get to work with him, and he was a bit like, oh, you know, we didn't get to change much because he only come in right before the fight, but then prior to his next fight. He told the Irish Press, and he said Danny Vaughan is one hell of a coach. Yeah. And they were saying Paddy Barnes just raved about Danny in an yeah. interview, just saying he's phenomenal. The stuff he does, what he knows, it just seems like Danny. Obviously, he's, he's like yourself. He's learned everything he could from his dad, and Danny seems like he's he's flew the nest now, and yeah. he's t- he's gone to a whole new level himself. Yeah, he uh, he's, he's he adds new things, in
3: and he's always looking looking to improve every fighter, and and time and effort is more than anything. You know, everyone knows. Time he's been the last eighteen months, he's been proper stuff at home Much what well, hasn't been the best, but he's always given his time and effort into the fighters, and you can't buy that. You no. cannot buy that. And you know, he's got a great wife up in Scotland. Who you know, who lets him do a job he loves, and you you can't argue with that. And you know, and this for this camp, we all went to Scotland so we could spend a bit more time at home with with his yeah. wife and family, and. And I loved it. I love. I love Scotland. Um, because it reminds me when I train for the qualified right there, and it's a great place. And being round Jamie, Michael, and Tyrone, and they're, like, cause they're the only ones who were with us in camp this time. You know, as as experienced fighter, you're still learning. Yeah. You never stop learning in boxing and being round Paddy. Who's he's a character, one of the funniest fellows I've ever met in my life. But once he's in that gym.
2: It's like, switches on
3: it's, it's mad you walk through the gym doors and it's like bam, 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 everything's under mile an hour the work rate's on him and the sparring him and Jamie yeah, bloody hell you'd, you'd pay to watch it and then obviously we went out to, to with Michael Collin. we were out in LA for two weeks yeah spent some time with Michael what's he Dollar. like
2: Michael obviously made his pro debut on Friday night in, in Madison Square Garden he got this, the third round TP, TKO stoppage against uh, Tim Ibarra but what did you know what Forget about that fight, you know. Let's not try and measure him there. You know him better, you've seen him in the gym. How how far can this kid go? I remember because I rate Charlie Edwards as a good fighter, a very good fighter.
3: And I remember watching Michael Conlon spar with Charlie Edwards in Spain. He'd been on the aisle the night before, Michael, with me, Jamie, and all that. We were just over there. And he got in, and I just went, Wow. No one you could. I mean, Charlie's a world class, Charlie is a very good fighter. And I got in and he was so poor, orthodox. He could do anything. And I went, I looked at Jamie and I went, wow. And Jamie went, I told you. And I think he's only, he's only 23, isn't he? 24. 20 baby, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I'm not his weight. When <laughs> you just think, I'm glad. <laughs> because case asked you for some sparring. I was thinking, and the size of him. Yeah. He's, he honest, he's got everything to be a superstar. You don't have to look. McGregor walked in the ring. Yeah. The fellas from one direction were sitting there watching the ring. Footballers were watching him.
2: Yeah. You know, it, Pro debut in Madison Square Garden on St Patrick's Day. And you the headliner the night before obviously a, a massive title fight as well. He, talk about pressure. But he, he just didn't seem phased by it at all. He got, I think he loves it. Yeah. Um, and you
3: know he's moved his family out, out to out to Tingo LA as well and, you know, and I said he's gonna he base himself out there for a for a couple of years and then and then and, and plan what's next for him but in his boxing wise mate he's, he is going to be the
2: the biggest thing and, and I think he's going to be the biggest sporting Irishman Really that, yeah? That. You think he's going to compete with Conor McGregor for that title? Well Conor will probably be gone by the time
3: Yeah I, I, th- I think McGregor will even admit it Yeah. Um. Eugene McGregor have walking him the ring the first fight Yeah of course yeah exactly He's got, if you If you're a fighter and you it's like a fighter Letting Mike Tyson walk in the ring for the first fight. Yeah, yeah. For your he walked through he's an Irish fighter. He's got the Irish sporting icon. Of course. Everyone wants to be Conor McGregor. Yeah, Even yeah. if you're a racing car driver, you want to be Conor McGregor. Of and he's got him to walk in the ring. And I'm like, Wow, that's just unreal. Yeah. Unreal and it, it, it's it's mad. But again, Michael take that away from Michael. You'd have Michael in the room here. Yeah. One of the best fellas you'll ever meet. Do anything for you. Wanna and the same with his family, his mum, Caesar's dad, John, they're, they're great people. His brothers, Jamie and his other brother Sean, they're, they're really good
2: top people. It's funny because McGregor's family is very similar. You know, I've spent time with both both McGregor's mum and dad and his family, his sister and everything else, jo- while well, I've covered UFC events. And I find the same thing as well. I think, you know, is that the same success really is because, well, they, they are very much, well, we are, you know, we're... we're I, most scousers are Irish, are yeah. anyway. They're so, like, do you think that's why they get a big following, though? Similar to why you got a big following? Yeah, that and they're Richie just Ant, normal people? The
3: normal people. They, they want to live a normal life. Obviously, McGregor can't. He couldn't walk down the street. Of course. Again, I remember I remember going to an MTK show in Belfast, a Frank Warren one as well. Yeah. McGregor was walking in. Two kids were outside. And I'll always remember it. Two kids are outside. And go, can we have a picture? Like, they look like poor kids. They mightn't have been, but the way they were dressed and all that. And he went, what are you doing? And I seen him take them kids in that boxing and sit, sit with them on a balcony and watch the boxing. Unreal. And I was like, unreal, lad. Yeah. That's unreal. Do you know what I mean? I went, wow, that yeah. is unreal. And, you know, he's, he's he's one of us. He's like, not one, one of us, but he's a, he's a typical Irishman who likes scouts. They want you know, the best for their area, the best for their community. And... And he's a sporting icon.
2: We, can, uh, we can't move on now without talking about Mayweather McGregor. I've been flip-flopping over the last few months, but listen, it's going to happen. I'm telling you now, that fight is going to happen because it's worth so much money. definitely yeah. reckon it could be the first billion dollar fight in history.
3: Yeah, it will happen. Yeah. It's got to happen. It's gotta, There's gotta, too gotta. much even, money even, involved. Even, I've seen a recent interview the other day on Coogan, on James Elder show, I think, um, on IFL, saying that. McGregor like I said, it's it's happening. We're close to doing the deal, it's nearly done and imagine he beat Mayweather.
2: I know. That's just crazy, isn't
3: it? Ma- I don't think he is going to. No. Mayweather's gonna play with him. But ma- but you don't know in boxing. Yeah. Imagine he beat
2: Mayweather. It's but- I think in a boxing match, if you're gonna score it as a boxing match, he loses every round. Like yeah. you know, he can't he can't beat the greatest boxer of this generation, one of the greatest defensive boxers in the history of the sport you know he ain't ain't gonna beat Floyd Mayweather Floyd Money Mayweather it's impossible to see if we got Floyd pretty boy who was quite reckless and and loved to jump forward and was super entertaining and made made Floyd who he was he might have more of a chance I just think now Floyd's just way far too defensive far too skillful. will box his socks off but we come back to the old adage and this is what will be sold on He's got to punch his chance. He's the bigger man. He's a Southpaw. And Conor McGregor can punch. He can obviously punch. Yeah. We've seen him knock people out cold. Do you, do you buy into the whole, it'll be tricky for, this is what we're going to be sold. We're going yeah, to be, be sold a on the fight. fact that. But are we going to be sold on the fact that people are going to say, oh, he's a mixed martial artist, so his footwork is all different and he moves differently. And he Does that matter? If you were fighting an MMA fighter, would you think, oh shit, you don't know what he's going to do next? In a boxing match though? Yeah. I think you would. Is it like fighting a a novice? You could be worried that he's going to kick it. (laughs) Well, well, how mad would that be? Let's say Floyd is schooling him for ten rounds, and Conor just thinks, "Fuck it," double legs him, takes him down, chokes him out, or high kicks him to the head. Like it'd just be mad. It'll just be a mad circus. Yeah, I think that the Dav, in contract, Mayweather, Mayweather's not
3: soft. He's He's the, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. But then McGregor, you know.
3: He'll have in his contract that you can't do nothing is else. Is it not win-win for Conor, though? Oh, 100%. Like, He's not expected to win. Exactly. Is he going to get him 100 million quid or something? Is he going to get?
2: Yeah, well, the, at the moment, obviously, they're talking about facts and figures at the moment are getting pushed around. They're probably looking at, you know, you think McGregor's going to get minimum 50 basic, but then obviously pay-per-view numbers on top, and you'd expect Mayweather to be getting... 80 to 100 basic with the pay per view numbers on top. What people don't realize is certainly in boxing as well. And we've talked about this on the show is that for his last, f- forget about Pacquiao. Pacquiao was an anomaly because yeah. Pacquiao was the legacy fight of Mayweather's career. Yeah. It was always going to do mad numbers, yeah. it was always going to do like 4 million, whatever it done. But in his last fight, his 49th fight against Andre Berto, that did like 800,000 pay per view buys great by boxing standards of this day but when you look and see that Conor McGregor's doing 1.6 million 1.8 million buys yeah. fighting against Nate Diaz or Eddie Alvarez people that, who don't that's know the,
3: that's why it's stalled I heard it's, it's, there are arguments over that because Conor's
2: saying I'm, I'm the pay per view draw
3: look, look at our both last fights I'm the bigger draw yeah So exactly. I'm the bigger draw so it's, it's mad on it it
2: seems to be a lot of I hate to use this because on obviously this is the Fight Disciples yeah. podcast so I love boxing and I love UFC and I hate making saying, oh, UFC fans are saying this and boxing fans are saying that. But I think boxing fans are starting to warm to the idea a bit more now as well because they're thinking, do you know what? I want to see it. I, I want to see I wanna the see pantomime it. of it.
3: Oh, I, and, I, and I guarantee you, everyone will buy it. Yeah. Everyone will buy it. Imagine, imagine the build-up to it.
2: Imagine a 24-7 and all that. Oh. Well, that's got to be a world tour, hasn't it? They've got to do a world tour got it. of press conferences, because Floyd was talking about June, but Mayweather said, nah, nah, I can't." Sorry, Floyd was talking about June. McGregor come out uh, at the weekend in at, Con- at, Con- at Conlon's fight actually, and he said it's going to be more like September. September makes sense because surely they've got to go New York, uh, Los Angeles, Damn. you know, London, I Dublin. Mean. You know, they've got to try and do a six, at least a six major city tour to sell it because it's pay per view. Yeah, it's pay per view in the It's yeah. pay per view everywhere.
3: They'll do it out They'll do Wembley. I guarantee you. Did Did Phil
2: half of Wembley doing a
3: press conference?
2: Yeah, ex- that's just for the press conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah
3: exactly. Like, don't, oh, it's
2: mad. don't forget Mayweather did a Mayweather did a Q and A in Manchester recently. Uh, McGregor, sorry, it was McGregor did a Q and A in Manchester recently. Charged five pound to watch it online and made serious bank from it. Joke, People paid a fiver to watch him do an interview. But no, what though?
3: I'm not something with myself. because
2: yeah. he's because he's he's he's, uh, me. he's hilarious.
3: Like I used to be like that with Mayweather, but now it's it's McGregor, and I'm to the win I am devastated as I'm in New York to be some to, get to a see him. Like, it's mad because like obviously he's pals with Michael and I'm pals with Michael Cullen, so you know, but you know, I've always only get a nice pair of UFC glove signs off. So does
2: this mean that you're going to be in McGregor's corner when the fight happens? <laughs> I
3: imagine you're
2: going to be a McGregor fan. Are you going to go. Oh, for it? oh yeah, I want to win. Yet if he, if he said to you now as well, if McGregor said, you know what? I could do it, I could do it some sparring. do you know? Michael said, Oh, Derry might do Would you do a bit of sparring with him? Would you? My, 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 with, McGregor. McGregor, yeah? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Bloody hell, you'd be stupid not to, wouldn't you? It? It'd
3: probably be a, pay, probably yeah. a bigger payday yeah. than the West, I know, so I know, it would. Um, I know a couple of lads who've done some sparring with oh, really, him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did like, they say? That's how we can become pals with Michael.
2: That's right, because michael set him up with sparring so that make has yeah, as fight us, yeah?
3: Them lads were at my last two fights. Right. Um, and they, they were telling us, oh, he flies us out and all that, looks after us. Um, he said he's one of the lads Just, just, just perfect
2: What did they say his boxing was like?
3: Did he said he's good yeah, He's yeah. good And let's not forget, He's been boxing He's boxed amateur Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Course, he did Of course he's of boxing It's, it's very a different, different level It's a different
2: level But you never know in boxing
1: You yeah, never yeah.
2: know Do you think it, Before we move on Do you think McGregor will will You know go to someone Like a Freddie Roach Or Virgil Hunter Or someone no. like that Or do you think he'll no, just do I it think he'll,
3: I think he'll stay where he's staying Really yeah, and yeah. Just do it in house yeah, and he's like one of them where he said, "I'm, I'm, t- I'm I don't move. I don't need to move. I, I'm with my team, and he takes
2: his team everywhere with him. So I think he'll stay with. doing were, his boxing yeah. coach now or whatever else, incredible. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You're there today, face, and telling you now. I've changed my tune completely. I've flip flopped this over the last six months, but I'm telling you now, that fight is definitely going to happen. One fight that certainly did happen. On Saturday night, well two fights actually, we've got to talk about both of them because Saturday night, the following night in the same uh, venue, Madison Square Garden in New York, straight after Michael Conlan's big debut on the Friday, Saturday night we had two of arguably, well not even arguably, two of the debated number one pound for pound best boxers on the planet, depends which corner you're from. Going into the weekend, a lot of people were saying Roman Gonzalez, a.k.a. Ito, the four-weight world champion, uh, was the number one pound-for-pound boxer. There was another school, that argued, that Triple G... Gennady Golovkin was the number one pound-for-pound best boxer on the planet. People who listen to this show know my feelings. I personally believe that Vasily Lomachenko is the number one pound-for-pound boxer. Derry, just before the weekend or even post the weekend, who, who do you rank? Do you, do you get into this pound-for-pound debate? Who, who out there do you think is the number one? Now Floyd's, let's say Floyd's retired. Who do you rank as the number one pound-for-pound? I, I don't... I Don't Don't buy into no, it.
3: because I remember Tyson Fury saying, how can a flyweight or a featherweight when I'm I'm the super every heavywe- I'm a, well, it's yeah. basically well weight heavyweight champion, world champion, I'd squash him. Yeah. <laughs> so pound for pound, it's gotta be every heavyweight. That's how That's so I don't buy into it. You
2: don't buy into no. it. The uh the performances at the weekend obviously uh Chocolatito losing Vizai. Rung Vizai, I'll get that one right. Rungvisai, the Thai fighter. We talked about it on last week's show. I basically said the Thai fighter clearly carried a punch, but we didn't think too much about him. Obviously, he's a you know a former world champion himself in this in this weight class. But Chocolate Tito had, had been undefeated in in so long in his career. Goes into the fight, and you know. For the first time, I think we've seen someone that had moved up four weight divisions and looked out of for me. Rungus Vizai looked like a fully-blown in that weight class. He just looked too strong for him. I actually, you know, I had it pretty close. Obviously, the head clashes weren't great, but um, I think Chocolatito lost the fight. I think Rungus Vizai more than deserved a victory. I think I had him by... A round or two. I'll just check my scorecard now, actually, because I, I scored the fight quite... I watched it back again on the Sunday, made sure I could score it properly. And I had it 112-114 for Rung-Vizai, uh, similar to two of the judges. Obviously, one of the judges has it as a draw one thirty and 113, 113. Chocolate Tito, for me, Daddy, to move up four weight divisions, obviously Pacquiao did it before him and stuff like that eventually there's a ceiling isn't there there's, you can't just keep moving up weight divisions and keep steamrolling guys I think that's what happened at the weekend he just ended up running into someone that was a fully blown in that weight class and he just couldn't handle it
3: no it's like Pacquiao as well like obviously the way they moved up the divisions and alright they can carry the power but don't forget the, the people are punching harder as well um, so it's the chins and that on, on them and I'll, I'll be the fellows are going to hit it how I they're going to it. And, you know, you you, you you come unstuck. It's like a featherweight moving on to a heavyweight. Yeah. You're going to get it on the chin, you're going to go to sleep. And, you know, he was, he was beat by someone who had his number. Um, And most probably nine times out of ten, he'll beat him. Yeah, so That's what it is.
2: Yeah, I think what we'll probably find now is these will probably fall straight into a rematch, of course. You know, you don't beat a guy that people are saying is pound for pound number one undefeated in 46 fights you don't beat someone like that when you're a, pretty much a you know a Thai fighter who's, who's very much the underdog going in uh, without there being some kind of an immediate rematch obviously there was a head clash as early as the third round I think it was which probably worked against Gonzalez but for me I think in a rematch Rung is going to do him again because he, he, he never hurt him once no. he was just too big too strong he bullied Chocolatito back I just leave, it just seems like Chocolatito bought out a, bought, took too much of a biter you know he, he, can't, he can't handle this fully weight division at super flyweight yeah and he looks small for the yeah, first time yeah, he looks and, small now and also
3: that the fella might just
2: have, have his number it happens yeah. in boxing um, but he, he looked like Chocolatito couldn't push him back the kid just walked through walked, his best yeah. shots it was like I'm a, I'm a full blown super fly you were a minimum weight fighter yeah. you haven't got the power to scare me and that was what it was he just put it on him
3: and if the fight doesn't happen again, that's why you'll know why. You'll know that he ha- he doesn't fancy you. He obviously knows, yeah. knows that this kid's got my number. here. beat me in every department: skill, speed, and the power. The power, the power, is the power, the power team, is, yeah. the, is the is, is the difference. And you know it's like, it's like as you keep stating. It's like me moving up to to middleweight, super middleweight. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah.
2: Did you find that later on? your career, obviously moving up to super lightweight the last fight you had with O'Hara Davis did you in that fight was there a point where you thought yeah because he looked bigger than you when you got in the ring O'Hara Davis looked a weight division bigger than you anyway did he feel a weight division bigger as well no it was
3: weird you know at the weigh-in I looked at him and he's tiny I mean you're because I was saying to him you're 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 basically you're fucked at the weight here you're gone here I'm going to smash you tomorrow and when I got in here I went, fuck sake, the size of him. Yeah. And would refueled. would refuelled done everything and it's just it's one of them where I think it's age takes it all as well, where you're a young, fresh kid, you, you know, as soon as you eat something your body looks a million dollars and
2: yeah. And he was just, you know, he was a lot bigger than me and a lot. Similar to that Gonzalez though, similar to yourself, forty six and oh. You know, we we talked about it yesterday on the Radio City talk show where you felt when you were WBU champion, when you marched into the ring to fight Choi, you were undefeated, you were young, you were a world champion. You know, this guy's gone 46-0. and 0, And according to him as well, he had 80-odd amateur fights and never lost one. So this is a guy that, you know, potentially has had, you know, 130 fights in his life and he's never lost a single fight. You know, and then you go in with a, a, a guy, a Thai fighter that most people aren't, Aren't uh, you know given much chance to? Is then surely Chocolatito's has probably gone in there, and undervalued the guy as well, and, and not appreciated what he brought. That it must probably has,
3: uh, and he yeah he's undefeated, so he doesn't know what it feels like to be to get beat. So mm-hmm. he's probably just stuck to it. Must probably hasn't even changed anything in camp. Just said, him a fight. Yeah, blah blah twelve week camp, and it might it might not adjusted things, and it, it's he's going to be kicking himself now. He'd yeah. be excited if he, you know, sparring might have went right, road work might not have went right, and now he will kick himself if, you know... I'm surprised, to be honest, I'm surprised he never come out where he was, he was injured. He was yeah, injured. Yeah. With I, the head clash. Yeah, or or even injured before it. I was yeah, waiting for yeah. that one, you know. I pulled my, arm my arm's thing or my hand's not right because loads of fighters always do
2: it. They always make an excuse. Yeah, of course, to get out of there. One... Uh... Well, two guys who haven't made an excuse to another great fight. By the way, that Chocolatito fight against uh, Rung Vizai, obviously a, a candidate for fight of the year, an absolute bloodbath, but a complete war. And on my scorecard, it's like 10-9, 8-10, 10-9, 9-10. It just flipped backwards and forwards. Great fight. Fans' point of view, would love to see the rematch, but I think you're right. I don't know whether we will see it straight away. One fight that we've got to see the rematch too, and it, it won't be happy... On uh, Billy Joe Saunders, who were here, was definitely going to fight Golovkin in Kazakhstan this World Expo in the summer. That had been agreed uh, for. You know, it's now pretty late in the week, and we haven't heard anything as of yet. Apparently, that was going to be announced uh, in the post-fight on Saturday night, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Based on the fact that Danny Jacobs pushed Triple G right to the absolute limit again, my scorecard. The judges for the for the Golovkin Jacobs fight, they had it. 114, 113, and then two judges, 115, 113 in favour of Golovkin. I personally scored it 115, 114. In favor of Golovkin, also the knockdown in uh, in the fourth round being critical. I actually had a couple of ten ten rounds in there, which I know people don't like doing and judges don't like doing. But listen, you know there was there was a lot of really close rounds, certainly in the middle stretch that could have gone either way. I had the the first, I think, and the tenth as as, as pretty close rounds, but at the end I had Golovkin winning the eleventh and Jacobs winning the twelfth. Another fight that just went one way, went back the other again. And Daddy, I think this was another case of. You know, I don't think Golovkin underestimated Daniel Jacobs, far from it. But when you steamroll someone like Kell Brook, who's been jumped up two weight divisions, when you go in there and you can basically disregard the power coming back at you. I think Golovkin had to rethink his game plan for this fight. But it also, I think he paid Jacobs a little bit too much respect. But Jacobs coming in as the bigger fighter. He was the bigger man, you know, much stronger. And a lot of times he looked a lot faster as well. For the game, is it is it tough to switch from a game plan for you know a guy that you know you're gonna to have too much power for you're gonna to to be a little bit too much for to then co- jump in with someone that's obviously bigger and stronger than you? Does that affect you psychologically as a fighter going into two things? Oh, well, he's got this guns If anyone's
3: pound for pound before that fight, it must have been him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know we don't. I don't like rating
2: him, but thirty six and all he's looked great. Ninety percent knockout he's rate or whatever ad, it is.
3: Yeah, so, you know, there's no excuse. You did, and the money they're on they can find a way of adjusting things they can, they can do things what other fighters can't do I mean you know great training camps pay for the world, best sparring you could possibly possibly get and I just don't know whether he's gone old mm. it, it's it happens it happens I
2: don't know what happened to me in my last fight I just felt old and it happens he's 36 next birthday is he he is yeah well, next month that's right yeah he's uh you know he's in the back end now because people don't realize because he's only been, he seems like he's only been around for a short space of time but he's only really been getting the press attention in the short space yeah. the last couple of years but he's been pro for thirty six fights obviously thirty three knockouts in that time but you're right yeah he's uh you know he's thirty five at the end of the month actually you know he, thirty five the next month so you no
3: know, it, it, it he's been a pro for a long time thirty six it, fights it, it's not that so much the fights it's the training camps yeah. as well what, what what do you take it to Solon. No, he might have gone old overnight, and you know,
2: you might, you mightn't see the face. Well, credit to Daniel Jacobs, though. Daniel Jacobs was the first guy. We if we talk about this, for me, he was the first guy that went in with Golovkin in this Golovkin era that we're in now. (sighs) and actually had the confidence to take it to him you know know, no disrespect for the likes of Martin Murray and Machlin and people like that who've been in with Golovkin who who give it the best shot but you know he spoke to Martin Murray in the aftermath and he he was kind of like when Rocky fought Apollo Creed for the first time his mentality was I just want to go the distance no one goes the distance with Golovkin I just want to go the distance you know Martin knew that was a tough fight and he knew he was going in one of the best guys in the world Daniel Jacobs' mentality on Saturday night was completely different. He went in there with a the game plan. He knew he was bigger. He knew he, in a lot of ways he, he had more power than Golovkin. And I think he just took the fight to Golovkin. I think that put Golovkin on the back foot a little bit. I think, away from boxing, Jacobs has, has battled the biggest... Oh, bigger, yeah. He beat big, bone cancer. So there he, he's you go. He
3: beat cancer. He's of beat the biggest, the biggest fighter in the world. He's beat the best thing in the world. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I don't think he has any, any respect for Golovkin's power. He He's... He, is, is is mentally mentally prepared Must be, he must be honest to god what, what he's been through I was watching somebody 24-7 yeah. and, and said the building never him. walk again and... never walk again I've seen him with all his weight loss in bed said he went to gym turned a couple of rounds of shadow or a couple of shots had to go back home and I was nearly crying watching it and I wanted him to win yeah, just yeah. cause what he'd been through I, you know you know, he'd, he'd been through cancer
2: and, and come out the other and side. And come out.
3: And should have. We should have won Saturday night. Yeah. And you know, so I, I don't think.
2: I think I, a lot of people we put it on our on on, on Fight Disciples uh, Facebook page and we asked people how they got it and and the momentum was with Jacobs. A lot of people thought yeah. Jacobs had won the fight. Well,
3: everyone who I spoke to said Jacobs by a round. Yeah.
2: Um, come would have been lucky with a draw. Mm. And. What were the scorecards? The scorecards, as I say, then, But I had it. I did have Golovkin win and by a round. But the scorecards are one fourteen, one thirteen, and then two one fifteen, one thirteen. So two judges had Golovkin by one, and one judge uh, uh, by two, and one judge had Golovkin by just one. I had Golovkin by just one. So basically, critically, there it was that knockdown. That knockdown in the fourth round was, uh, you know, the the momentum shift, if you like.
3: Not just that. None of them cards are like one one eight one. What I mean, they're all. The the pretty call, call show.
2: Yeah, The judges must have been, you know. For for someone like Golovkin then that blows people away so easily, you know, that's got this incredible knockout record. This is his first first time he's gone a distance in something like nine years or something, bonkers. For him, unlike Chocolatito, we might think you know what, might think twice about a rematch. For him, surely the only fight now is to rematch with Daniel Jacobs. The Canelo fight's not gonna happen. Oh, no, will Canelo watch that and think, Do you know what? Yeah, okay, I'll fight but, him now. But the only belt he
3: hasn't got is the WBO. Yeah. So, it's what, what to do, do you do? Do you want to fight Billy Joe? If he beats Billy Joe, retire, go out with every single belt, or, you know, but I hope it does happen for Billy. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I see a lot of people on social media slating Billy, you're not know, fighting anyone. There's no one to fight him. Yeah. Um. So, he deserves that fight, Billy. Um. I didn't know anything about the fight being made till till yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen on social media Billy. Billy was close to getting the fight done, so fingers crossed it does happen. Yeah, I think, if not,
2: I'd like to see Billy with Jacobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say if if you know if that fight doesn't happen, then jump in with Daniel Jacobs. You know yeah. what a performance he put in on Saturday night. And as I say, to go in as the underdog against Golovkin to fight him the way he did, how much do you think the fact that Jacobs yet yeah, beat Kansie? He's had an amazing run since then. He's five or six and since then, and uh, he picked up the world title belt and everything else. And how much do you think being also that fight happening in New York Jacobs is from the Bronx and he had his home yeah. how much do you think that played on his mind as well you know how much of a support you've fought Liverpool yeah. countless times how much How much of a boost does it give you to oh, fight in your home city yeah it would be a massive boost for Jacobs but at the same time
3: Golovkin's boxed all over the world top amateur world class amateur the best amateur so that shouldn't that shouldn't play the part in his plays a massive part on Golovkin's side like fighting away from home and all that one yeah yeah but on on Jacob's side, you know, to what he's been to and you know, in life to have all his friends, family, you know, in your local area, basically. Yeah. It felt like that was his fairy
2: tale. Like, yeah, that was the that fairy. What, that, that was what he, he deserved to win on you Saturday. Done a film. You couldn't You yeah.
3: could It's like a Cinderella, man. Eh? It, it it's is, like, yeah, because
2: that was his moment yeah. to beat the pound for pound to win all the belts to become the undisputed champ. That was his moment back in the back so in the. So now New in York. the
3: rematch, you might get stopped.
2: Yeah, and it might not be in New York. It might no. end up going to L.A. or Vegas yeah. or something like or that. Or even
3: they're talking about fighting back at all, Martin. Yeah, so, so it
2: could be like Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, yeah. so... That's what I mean. I think Billy Joe's probably got. If he wants that, if the if the fight's gonna be Kazakhstan in the summer, I think Billy Joe probably gets more of a chance. I can't see Jacobs admitting to go to Kazakhstan. For me, Jacobs comes out of this with the, even though he the got the loss, cre- the he's credit, got the power yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. got the credit because the fans want to see this fight again. Yeah. The fans are saying you're know, a very much split. In fact, you know, similar to yourself, from judging by our social media, more people think Jacobs won than Golovkin. Yeah. So I think the pressure is now on Golovkin to give him the straight rematch. But if he's tied into this Kazakh fight in the summer, that opens the door for Billy Joe. Maybe we see Daniel Jacobs going with Canelo
3: yeah, and stuff. Canelo, don't say. Canelo, Chavez Jr. Yeah, yeah. He can, he can, he can sit there and go, well... Oh, sorry. He can, he'll he sit there and all the other fighters so will go, well, I'm going to try and do him yeah, better yeah. than Golovkin, done.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because that gets you the money fight with Golovkin okay, yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Because Golovkin might say, for instance, you're on a 70... I'm on a 70 or on a 30 cut when you fight me. Yeah. And then Canelo might go, well, if I go and beat Jacob's better than he done, I might get a 70. I'm the 60 and he's the 40 yeah, or I'm whatever. I'm the 60 40 yeah. or the 50
2: 50 even. So, yeah. yeah.
3: It, it, it,
2: it, have you been, uh, you know, like like the fans, have you been disappointed that the Canelo glove can fight as an athlete yeah. already? You know, and why do you think that is? Why do you think Canelo's been, been dodging him?
3: I don't know. And I, I honest to God, I just. It's got to be something. It's gotta be, I, I think it's something to do with contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, see Canelo's only young, isn't he? Yeah. He might be waiting. Yeah, yeah. he goes like The likes are now. They might wait They now. might think, do you know what, now's the time. Now's yeah. the time. Because
2: Golovkin, has, he, looked, he looked like he gave... How Canelo, 27? Yeah, yeah, Exactly, so he's got a few years on him. He's they got my like seven years on him. So. They
3: might let Golovkin have another two fights and then go, "Know what, we'll get him now. We'll do him now, yeah. It's like, like me, for instance, with a of Davies and... Luke, Luke Campbell and them they wouldn't have come near me five years ago of course I'd have to play with them yeah. I'd have hurt them so, so it's, it's boxing and it's, it's getting people at the right time it's all about timing it's all about you know getting yeah. someone while they're about to fall off that cliff and Goughlin could be on as well
2: could be the one yeah exactly um, Speak that brings us perfectly actually onto the, onto the final fight I want to talk to you about on this week's show and obviously we look towards towards Manchester this weekend and you spoke about it then about catching guys at the right time catching guys just as they're about to fall off the edge of that cliff for me Jorge Linares you know 12 months ago whatever this is the best lightweight on the planet categorically no one can touch him Uh, Anthony Crawler takes that fight and I think he takes that fight with the same mentalities we just spoke about, then catching Lenares at the right time. This is a guy that's bad. He's been around the game for a long time. Forty-four professional fights. Incredible record. Obviously, the, the number one lightweight on the planet, WBC uh, world champion. But a guy that's now into his thirties. Been fighting for a long time. Had a bit of a storied career. I think Crawler thought he would he would just catch him. But unfortunately, what happened in the first fight is we got a vintage performance from. From Jorge Hernandez. Now we have spoke to uh, Anthony Crawler subsequently, and um, you know Crawler accepts that he got the best Hernandez last night. He thinks like he can go away and, and work a lot better. We'll put that out as a, a separate podcast. Actually, me and Adam caught up with him last week. We'll put that out so you can have a listen to it. Exclusive interview with Anthony Crawler. Have a little look out for that. Um, but obviously, someone that knows Crawler really well, Daddy. Do you think that's a, a fair assessment that he tried to catch Hernandez at the right time? And you know, what did you take away from the first fight?
3: Listen Lenares He's a well, World well class fighter um, And You know He's one of them fighters where He's like an old throwback Yeah And the, the, the shots he controlled the, You know If Lenares is on his, on his game
2: Like he was last time
3: He's beating anyone Yeah I don't care what anyone says He's beating any, anyone At lightweight. Um.
2: I thought Kroll had, He did well at the start he, Of yeah. the last fight But then he got tagged In the sixth round he got he got it with a good shot and he, he got his legs wobbled and he, he looked like he never really well, one recovered. Thing but, about, well, about, has to get yeah, one stronger. thing about just stronger and stronger. One
3: thing he with Anthony he's a good survivor and he, he, he does a good poker face. Um When I boxed him the first time, he was just a straight come forward fighter. And um, when the fight was made, we I said to Danny, "We'll, we'll have that. We'll, we'll do him. We knew what we were going to do him with." Um, now he he boxes more on the back foot, I think, mm-hmm. and only and he waits and tries the counter punch show. He has changed things with Joe with Joe Gallagher, uh, and also for this camp. I seen that Joe said you know he's locking him away, doesn't want him to be around any of his friends and all that, and wants people to stop minding him, going on chat shows and social media or whatever. So, you know we, we could see a different um, Andy but at the same time you might see a more aggressive Lenardos, and if you do get a more aggressive Lenares, you know you could be you know it could be it could be an early night. A very early night, but then, Anthony can box, so oh, it's a great fight yeah. for the fans. I mean, for the people who've got tickets, it's going to be a a great, a great fight. Um, I hope Claro does it. I hope he does it for the British fans and the people in Manchester and you know. But but I can't. I'm going it's to be. i to For the honest, I can't say Um, yeah. I hope he does. I oh, listen. People are going to think I'm 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 a bitter person because I'm a scouser and we've box or whatever. But I hope Anthony.
2: Well, you've, got a, you've got a good record against yeah. that Nicola, so not hope, be bitter about
3: I hope he does win. Is he someone you
2: you stay in contact with?
3: No, not really. Well, look, I'm a scout, scouser; he's a man. We don't <laughs> we Don't, <associate laughs> don't it, cross
2: him. that divide. No, I he, like
3: he's it. A, he's a Man United supporter as well. That's so it. End, end of. Yeah.
1: He's dead to me. That's
3: exactly. <laughs> nah, but look, listen. If I see him, obviously we we have a chat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But wish him all luck in the world. Hope he does get the win. What's um, a big ask? It's a big ask, and if he does win, listen. The, the people of Manchester I think they all need to buy my pints every time shame
2: yeah not half how would you as a coach then let's, let's try and put your coaches out for a minute how would you approach a, someone like a Linares then a fighter to, to face someone like Linares how would how you is it a case of just hoping that you set a kind of pace that the older, older statesman can't live yeah, with I think
3: uh, instead of I know it sounds he's got to take chances has not he I think he's got to put it on him a bit more but be a bit cleverer and hopefully Lenares has gone old um, and don't let him get his own way because once he gets his confidence going Lenares, I start them shots going the body and head shots I've been watching, watching him do some training on YouTube the shots he can do and the, the people he's knocking out and sparring with yeah. head guard's on his 16 ounce gloves on he's hurting you so you know you've got to you've got to dictate the pace, put the pace the way you want it but I'm sure Joe Gallagher, you know, is, Joe's Joe knows more than me. You yeah. know what I mean? he's been around the game a long time, so I'm sure he'll know, you know, the the tactics and hopefully Anthony can stick to them and comes out the winner.
2: It, it, it is a tough at a massive ask for him but obviously it's going to be a great night in Manchester either way it's got a stacked undercard there as well at the at the Manchester Arena our thoughts obviously go towards a big performance fingers crossed for Anthony Collar against the best, for me, the best lightweight on the planet, Mikey Garcia has made a big impact at the moment, Robby still looks great but for me Linares is still the number one lightweight on the planet right now so our thoughts please, come on Anthony Collar we're going to be in your call, a million dollar this coming Saturday night Derry Matthews Been an absolute pleasure To have you in the studio As always my mate Can't believe how well you look You look so healthy And uh, you're smiling <laughs> Which is good And I love the fact that You're in love with boxing still You know So many guys who finished their career Have had enough We had Tony in the other week Just before the hay fight And he just looked like He'd had enough of boxing He just didn't want to talk about boxing Didn't want to be involved in boxing Wanted to be a million miles away And that was before He uh, he sparkled David A obviously So uh, it's great to see someone that's, you know, it, you've got to that point in your career, you've had enough, you've had an incredible career and you're excited for the next part and you're going to have a daughter soon as well. So.
3: And my little boy's about to fight as well for the Solly, so I thought it was going to stop. I thought, <laughs> I thought all these nerves and that were going to stop. But
2: he's... Has the little fella got a nickname yet? Is he the no, Golden Boy 2 I mean, or anything? It's going to
3: be hard because he's called Teddy Matthews as well. Of course. So he's going to be around the amateur scene this season. He's been, he's been sticking to it Yeah, he, he, To be honest He asked me Could he do it Brilliant I took him down Introduced him Took him in And I haven't been back To see him train yet yeah. I'm one of them fathers Where If he's going to do it He can do it on his own Yeah yeah of um, course And I've, I've left him in good hands With the solid Tony Chandler. Um, That's right, Tony Chalmers Paul, Paul Eddie, Eddie. Yeah yeah Paul David Paul Edward, did did the the it, job, yeah, David yeah, Bear, yeah. Um, Kano's in there. There's a few young kids now that are coaching as well. Great. And Alan Lynch, and I just said to Alan, just don't let my boy get hurt.
2: <laughs> it's funny, but, isn't it? You're on, your, you're on the other side of the fence now, you but see. He, so. But he's in good
3: hands, so, you know, listen. And what a better way to do it where I've done it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that the club what wow. made me into. It. Imagine um,
2: that uh, a second Derry Matthews ABA champion. I just
3: wanted it to stop. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it to stop. I've got a nephew as well. He boxes for no limits. Brilliant. He's um, just turned 11. He's had two he's had four four or five skills bolts. He's had two amateur fights unbeaten, two proper boats unbeaten. Yeah. And he, he's very, very good. He's very, very good. So So you're not
2: going far. You're not going far from the boxing ring. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. But I just
3: thought it would stop, man.
2: Great stuff. You've been listening to Fight Disciples. Thanks for tuning in. For much more from us, please tune into our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know Adam likes to post those mad crazy memes all the time. Even though he's sunned himself on a beach this week, I'm sure he'll post something up there for you. And we will catch you next week or tomorrow, episode 86 for the UFC review show. I was down at UFC London. I'll be buzzing about that tomorrow with a special guest. So I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.